gonna turn the record on. And I'm gonna thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank thank you so you. much for being here, Natalie. Tell us what you do. I know what you do. Tell other people yeah, what you do. I will I'll tell your people what I do. <laughs> um, I run an organization called Tribe of Wolves, which is a collective of delicious, juicy women who are eager to step out of the hustle or say, can I, can I swear? Yeah, yeah. Authenticity. Okay. Um, we say, fuck the hustle. And we are designing lives that actually feel good. Good. So, yeah, most of the women who find me have gotten to a place in their lives where they've done all the things, they've checked all the boxes, you know, they've followed their careers or had kids and gotten married. And then they're in their late 30s, early 40s, and they say, This isn't, I don't, I'm not enjoying my life. Yeah. What happened? So um, I help women, coach women, lead women back into their feminine essence, back into pleasure, back into lives that feel good. Wow, wow, wow. So many women get to that cross, crossroads, don't they? Oh so God. many women get to that crossroads where they think, hang on just one minute. I've been, I've been doing the things that people expect me to do. Amen. Yes. Yeah, we've been led, we've been led down the wrong path, D, right? It's like we've been led down, you know, it's a very masculine path. Yeah. You know, in our work, we talk about, you know, the two energies of your consciousness. There's the masculine and the feminine. We need both. You know, they're not related to gender necessarily. But we've been taught the culture that we've been raised in has taught us to lead with this masculine, which is like your, your head, your brain, deliberation, figuring things out with your head, following a clear, well-defined path and kind of chasing this imaginary finish line. Right. Yeah. Um, Very prescribed, but along that way, we've kind of pushed our, feminine energy to the sideline which is the energy of our emotions yeah right how many women have been told that like we're too angry or you know we're too much or we're too emotional too emotional too loud too sensitive to this too much of a bitch right all of it soft all of it so we're like, there's a very narrow lane of acceptable emotions. Yeah. Like one piece of it. You know, we also, it's like our physicality, right? Like our bodies, we are told, you know, if you dress too sexy, you're a slut. Yeah. If you dress too prim, you're a prude and stiff. Like there are so many things that we're taught. We, by the time you know, you enter your twenties, your ability to express yourself, your ability to show up as your authentic self. Yeah. It it just becomes this, you're a very narrow version of yourself. Yeah. Um, And the way we were from like zero to seven is kind of lost, you know, these like little wild children. Yeah. Um, 
So I help women bring back that wildness. Um, wow. I love that. I love that. Tap back into it, you know? So this, so that's the essence of your business. Yes. Let's talk about you. Yeah. Creating that business. Mm, yes. Personally for you, what challenges did you face? Gosh. Um, well, I've gotten to a place now where I'm feeling like I'm on the right path, but challenges I did face was following all of the paths of other people. So, you know, looking at other leaders and trying to kind of copy what other people were doing because that looked like it was working for them. Yeah, I hear you. And so I kind of, again, you know, that's, that's like me leaving myself and looking at other people. And it's not to say that there aren't amazing feminine leaders who are building great businesses, but those are their businesses. Absolutely. And I was trying to emulate other people and what worked for them. Mm. And, you know, all the way down to like, you know, being super diligent about, you know, scheduling and, um, you know, we, we talked about this earlier, like scheduling all of your social media posts for a month. And I did all of these things that I thought was the right way to do business. And at the end of the day, it feels shitty to me. (laughs) Like that is not what I want to convey over social media, you know, in four weeks, like I have no idea and it feels inauthentic. Um, and if I wake up and I want to say something, I, I post about it. And that's just my way for other people. The scheduling works and the structure works. Yeah. Um, and so really following what feels good to me that is what I've kind of come back to. Yeah. Um, That's excellent. I I can relate to that challenge in the beginning. Um, I I remember doing that with my, when I set up my photography business, I used to, you look at the people that inspire you, you think, well, that's the format. That's the blueprint. That's what I have to do. You know, and I would look at people that inspired me and think that's what my photos have to look like. Oh, yeah. To edit so that they look like that. But it it crippled me. It took me hours to edit longer than I needed to. And then I'd I'd see somebody else that I, you know, that inspired me. Oh, no, no, no. My photos need to look like that. They need to look like this. So they, they went from light and airy to dark and moody to, yeah, you know just all went all over the place and they were the things that kind of got in my way and even stopped me from getting work yes because I just had no idea (laughs) yeah and at the end of the day and I'm going to go a little spiritual woo-woo here but we all have this divine piece of the cosmic puzzle to share with the world that's why God placed us here yeah So if we're walking around copying what everyone else is doing, like the world's missing out. Yeah. The world's missing out on your piece. And, you know, there are so many, you know, courses and out there to teach you how to do it the right way. And there are 
there's value in some of it. Like it's nice to get ideas, um, to see what, what might work for you. Um, especially when you're early in business, you know, nothing, right. Like, but you have to also be willing to say, no, that's not for me. Yeah. Right. It's not the gospel. It's, it's like, let me look at it and see if, if this is in alignment with what I want and what feels good. And this is the feminine, right? This is the part about being a feminine leader. It's like, I want to be doing things that feel good and in alignment and make me excited to wake up and do them. Yes. You know, I've never been excited about, you know, creating like super strict frameworks for things because I need to feel free. I need to feel creative. Yeah. That's my essence. Other people really love structure. So it's about, I guess, paying attention to the things that feel good. Yeah. And the thing is, when you're when you are starting um, your business, just like you said earlier, yeah, you you know there are courses to go on and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think the the common thing that lots of people make the common I don't want to call it a mistake. I think it's the, a common challenge is that whilst you're you know you've got your head stuck in the ideal client or marketing or social media, you know, you must do this. You must, you kind of forget who you are. Yes. And in doing so, you, you, you just derail. Well, there is the potential to derail the very thing that you're trying to, trying to create because you, you sit in the center of all of that creation. Yes. And you mustn't lose that. That is, that is, that is the, the essence of your business is you. Exactly. And like when you were talking about like the ideal client, I think another thing that I wish that I had really known is that your business is about people. Yes. It's about human beings. So the essence of all of our businesses is about connecting human to human. Yeah. Totally. instead of thinking about like building an email list with a thousand random people, how about just connecting one-to-one, 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 like make real authentic connections with human beings. Yeah. Because our businesses are about building communities of people who who value our work, Mm. right? It's- they want to know you and they want to like you. They want to trust you. They want to, it's a, it's so much more personal Mm. than I really believed in the beginning. The beginning, I thought it was like all numbers. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, leading a feminine business, it just shouldn't, it, it shouldn't be that way at all. What I'd love to do is shift the collective consciousness around business and make it more about, human connection and less about the numbers. And I think, you know, you and I are in a sisterhood together. I mean, I wish I had known, and I think I did learn this pretty early on that gathering with other women who are also on the business path, that is a catalyst. Absolutely. Right. I mean, if you have other women in your corner, and I know maybe you've got men in your audience too, but 
I mean, other humans, for me, it's sisterhood. It's like knowing that if I'm up against an issue or I need support, or I just need a sounding board for, you know, a failed course launch yeah. or, um, you know, anything, or I want to celebrate, I know I could call you yeah. and you'd be like, yeah, let's do it. I got 10 minutes. Let's, yeah, let's connect. Right. It's again, it's about connection. There is, there is power in that. I think, um, when going into that, I'm going to call it entrepreneur life. Shall we call yeah. it that? Because <clears throat> there's power in what you say. There is power in sisterhood. And for me, you know, I'll coach, you know, I'm coaching photographers. So, you know, they can be male, female or whatever. However, having said that, the power of a sisterhood, so many women who have, you know, grown and while they've been growing into women, they've been put putting parts of themselves away in a box yeah mm. because mm. they believe it's not appropriate to be too sensitive too emotional to this to that or whatever and what happens to women when they're doing that they feel that they have to be guys oh yes 100 that they have to match the guys in yes. the place of work which is total bullshit so I feel the power of a sisterhood, when, when women are together like that in a collective, just supporting each other, not making any money off of each other. No. What you do is you feel empowered to go out and just be a woman. Yes. I'm a woman doing my thing because you know you've got women be- around you, behind you, in front of you, all over the place. And we're together doing it. It's like yeah. I, I, I thought in the beginning I was like, I felt like, a woman pretending to be a man. Yeah. It was like, I'm doing all the things because most of the business leaders we see are men. Yeah. And now we're beginning to do business differently. Yeah. The other day I had a phone call with, with two other entrepreneur females and we're, we have a very small, very new group. Um, I've known them maybe a couple months. We hop on every couple weeks and talk about the things that we're dealing with in our businesses. And it came, I had a meeting on Monday. It came to me um, and I was feeling off that day and I started to cry. And I knew it was a safe place. Yeah. Now, if this were the boardroom that I was in in my prior career, I never could have cried and I never would have cried in that boardroom. but these women actually paused and said, um, have you been into the woods lately, Natalie? Which is something I do every day. Yeah. I go for a hike in the woods first thing in the morning when I wake up. And I hadn't, I had been away for a week with my parents. I, helping them pack and move house. I hadn't been taking care of myself. But like a business conversation turned into like a healing session. Yeah. And I was like, wow, these women just like hit the nail on the head. They've, they've known me for two months. They said, you haven't been taking care of yourself. And I was like, hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you. You know, we got off the phone and I went into the woods. It was like, this is the way I want my business to be. Yeah. You know, I want to be connecting with human beings who, you know, 
we can learn from each other, we can grow and we can be our full authentic selves. Yeah, totally. No more hiding, no more hiding. I'm with you, babe. So listen, so going from the beginning yeah. now, because there's been like a huge transformation. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, what did you do? What did you consciously do to, 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 to get into what I'm going to call your zone of genius in that place where you could truly be yourself, where you just knew this is it. This is how I'm going to run my business. What did you do? To, to disconnect from what was so damn hard because it wasn't the authentic you? Did you go yeah. through that process? That's a really good question. Um, I think the thread that I could follow for all of that. That's my dog barking his head off because- I love your dog. I've met your dog online before. <laughs> and I'm not even gonna edit that out. <laughs> no. Hi, I'm not going <laughs> to pretend I don't have a dog. <laughs> no, I'm not going to pretend I don't have kids who are walking on the stairs right now. Um, you know, I think the key for me was um, it was all about kind of pleasure. And when I started learning about this idea of pleasure or following the path of pleasure. So from an energetic perspective um you know pleasure are the things uh that light you up that ignite you that make you feel good yeah so when i started to learn it i read a book actually it's called it's right there it's called uh pleasure activism oh right okay and it's, it's an amazing book um i learned that um you know taking care of yourself and following this path of pleasure is like basically the only way to live your life, right? So I began to look at my business under this, this kind of light of pleasure or this, this umbrella of pleasure. And as I approached a project or something that I was looking to, <clears throat> to begin, or I would ask myself, like, does this feel good Yeah, to me? And it's a practice that I use on a daily basis. Now I check in with my body and see if it feels good in my body and whether I want to, you know, follow that path. Um, you know, another big shift was, was the sisterhood D like the minute I, I dove into sisterhood, um, and was witnessed by a collective, um, I tapped into my own authenticity and began to feel empowered to to lead my business from this this, place that's uh, authentically me. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that business, I think it just takes time. I think it just, it it just takes time and, and being willing to just keep going um, and know that failure is inevitable. Um, You know, maybe six months ago, I worked so hard on this project, like months on this project to launch this thing. Mm. And it was an epic 
fail. Really? Oh my God, it was an epic fail. And I was devastated. I was like, I am, this is bullshit. Business is bullshit. I'm done with all of this. I'm just going to put all of this aside and just focus on my kids and my family. Um, And it was actually the sisterhood that, that helped me realize, like, come back to why you're doing this, Natalie. Yeah. Um, and I'm, my mission is to ignite the women around me mm-hmm. so we can begin to shift this collective consciousness and begin to live, you know, lives from a place of our feminine power, our feminine wild and go out into the world and, you know, create this ripple effect of love and light and badassery. So the sisterhood helped me, you know, reconnect with my why. Yeah. So the failures felt less of a, less of a failure and more of a reroute. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have failures. Is, is it a failure or is it a redirection? It's re- yeah, it's redirection. It is actually, because, you know, what do you do when you hit a brick wall? You go a different way, don't you? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. But That's I right. like what you're saying there, because this is a, a, a thing that um, breaks the link, I would say, in people's um, chain and pathway towards success is the disconnect from their why. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah. I see, I see it so many times and I did it, um, just didn't pay it too much attention. I didn't think it needed yes. too much attention. Yeah. But it's so funny. That's where we start. Yeah. Right? And then it's like, we do this circuitous route around and you kind of lose your focus. If yeah. you just keep coming back to why you're doing it, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, when I look back at my path and, you know, part of losing your why is you're looking at everyone else, right? Yes. And what everyone else is doing. And that looks like the right way because on social media, people look successful and people look glossy and like they have it all yeah. and they're giving you a framework for how it's supposed to be done. And so you go and you follow that path. But in the, in the meantime, you know, there's that nugget of your why here and you're like, wait. So when I have, yeah, this is exactly what happened to me actually, because, you know, we talked earlier about, you know, this new project of mine around sisterhood. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, pulling women together in community that is always, I mean, if I look back in my journal from two years ago, when I started, you know, teasing out tribe of wolves. Yeah. That's what I wrote. I wrote sisterhood. Wow. And I'm like, wait, two years later, I'm back to where I started. <laughs> like, I wish I had just <laughs> kept going, <laughs> but sorry. I learned, I learned a bunch on the way. Sometimes we do though. Sometimes we ignore you know, it's like Megan saying to me, yeah, D, photography, 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 yeah, over and over again. You couldn't hear her. You couldn't hear her. <laughs> Sometimes we ignore the thing, our core, you know, the 
thing that will propel us forward. And yeah. and when we ignore it, it chases us. It slaps us in the face, yes. either with a, like you say, an epic failure or something like that and says, pay attention, damn it. This is what you're supposed right. to be doing. But I think those failures or those redirects are so valuable yeah, because they make the path clearer. Yes. So, you know, the more not this, not this, not this, not this. Yes. Clearer and clearer you get on the thing. So you have less doubt. There's more power behind it because I've tried a bunch of other things and this thing's still here. Yeah. Right. This is still the thing. And I think that, you know, it's going to keep happening right? You're going to try 45,000 things <laughs> and uh, hopefully not that much, but, um, and you're just going to kind of narrow in on the thing that like still feels good and still feels pleasurable and still you're fucking psyched to wake up in the morning yeah. and do it. Absolutely. Right? You're psyched to talk, to talk about it. Like when you invited me on this podcast, I'm like, yeah, I could talk about <laughs> feminine energy and pleasure and business and all the things that I love to talk about. Like this is work for us. This is our work. Awesome. Is that? Yeah, I know. Totally. Totally. Right. It feels good. Brilliant. So honey, what would you say? Okay. Because right where you are now is like you're, you just fit in what you're doing. Right. What would you say that's to somebody that says, Natalie, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of starting my own business. What golden nugget would you give them to take away themselves? If they're just about to start? They're just about would, to start. Yeah, I would say spend some time asking yourself why you want to start this business. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why do you want to start this business? And what's I mean, the last thing we need is just another fucking business, you know, selling schlock. (laughs) What we need, you know, what I am hoping, you know, more women do is think about the ripple effect of their work. Yes. Right. Why are you doing this? Why do you want to birth this thing into the world and be super fucking passionate about it? Yeah. Because without the fire in your belly, Without without the like, I must do this. You know, there are you're gonna take so many hits. Yeah. That you're gonna get knocked down if you don't have that, you know, I can no longer ignore this. Yeah. Um, and I think that I think we all have that. And um, I think we all have that thing that we need to say. And it's like finding out what is that message that you must share with the world? Yeah, I believe that. I believe we all have it. And I believe yeah. that is why so many of us are intensely frustrated because we don't answer it. Yes. Well, we're afraid to answer it. Yeah. Because yeah. we've been told that like, it's not valuable or it might not make money or people will think I'm crazy. Yeah. I mean, my family definitely thinks I'm crazy. You know, I grew up an Italian American, super, you know, not conservative, but patriarchal household. Like they're like feminine energy. Who, what? (laughs) (laughs) But I can't shut up about it. Yeah. 
like, it's just, it changed my life. So I have to. And I it have changed to, the life of others. Yes. Yes. And that's the ripple effect, right? Like it's my dream. It's my hope for this planet that, you know, women are out there spreading their messages, yeah. right? Living authentically shifting the consciousness of the planet. So we're more of a community and we see each other and we care for each other and we fight for each other. Yeah. Fantastic, baby. Fantastic. Uh, I love you. you so much. I love you too. I love you more. Thank you so much. That's just been really inspiring. It really has. So Natalie. Yes tribal leader yes people find you you know if people are interested in my work i i would really the best way to connect with me like really i mean you can find me on instagram but whatever with instagram no offense um (laughs) the real the real way to get the nugget of what i do is in my facebook group yeah um and it's called let's see the link is like tribe of wolves with natty but we can put the link in the episode if you want. I'll but um, I will definitely put it in there. Um, but yeah, that's the way to like really connect with me. And I want to connect with other women. Yeah. Like you, you can find pretty pictures of me and like, you know, the messaging, some stories on Instagram, it's tribe of wolves, but, um, but really I would love women in the community who want to dive into this work. And that's in the Facebook group. Do you know, it's funny, um, just stepping aside from what we've been discussing, the um, people's lean to one way or the other, you know, there are, you know, I've seen so many small businesses come off of Facebook completely and go to Instagram. And I just think, oh, I wouldn't even know how to do that. That to me, that would be crossing the the road with with a blindfold on. Um, I just, I'm on both. And I give both of them equal posting airtime. Yeah. In terms of, you know, running a group and connecting with people like that. Yeah. I have to do that on Facebook all day long. Yeah. I think it's really, you know, who you're wanting to connect with. Yeah. Um, You know, it seems like women in their twenties and early thirties are mostly on on Instagram. Yeah. Um, And you know, women, you know, I'm 45, um, women who are around my age, or I kind of, you know, maybe from late thirties is when women start to want something different for their lives. So that's when they start to find me. They're looking for conversation. Mm. And in a Facebook group, there's just, it's private. Yeah. There's more opportunity for conversation. And believe me, like I would love to be off of social media completely, <laughs> but there's just, you know, there's no other way to connect with people. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you, my darling.